Okay, be honest. How do you feel when I say the word rest? Does it feel impossible or even offensive? Does it trigger feelings of guilt and laziness? Or maybe it sounds like goals or something that you're yearning for. Maybe it's a little bit of all of it for you. I remember when rest felt like a four-letter word to me, and I would be absolutely embarrassed to be seen not doing anything. Even after having a baby, I would feel so insecure about lying down to nurse my baby or have this fear of what others are going to think if I was perceived as a lazy mom. However, the word busy, now that carried some worthy weight and made me feel like a better person. I could throw that word around like, hey, I'm busy and feel so proud that I was doing something. Well, God busted me big time on my habit of striving and feeling that I had to work for my worthiness. He brought to my attention how much my identity was wrapped into what I did rather than who I was or whose I was. I've come a long way. And what I actually want to tell you today is how I've learned that rest is actually productive. Yes, you heard me right. For a variety of reasons, you can't afford not to rest if you're trying to reach those goals and move the needle in your business or in your life and whatever that looks like to you. Today, I'm going to tell you about how I was reminded recently about the power of pressing pause. And believe me, to be honest, like I have to make myself do this. I have to intentionally rest because it doesn't come naturally for me. So no excuses. <laughs> but listen, I was reminded how taking the time to slow down is necessary at times so that you can actually speed up and get the work done. It's beneficial, it's productive, and it's amazing. So I hope that this quick conversation frees you up a little bit this summer to say yes to that vacation or to that everyday moment to kick up your feet and relax. Welcome back to the Nourishing Mompreneur Podcast, where we get encouraged and empowered as we pursue our greatest potential within the walls of our home. Hey mama, my name is Michelle High, and I'm so thankful you're here. Do you feel like your life is good, but something in you feels unfulfilled? Do you feel stuck in the trenches of motherhood, exhausted and working so hard, but feeling like you're getting nowhere? Do you have big dreams you hold in your heart, but you've been living small? Are you motivated for more, but don't have the clarity or the courage to do anything about it? Do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel, every bit of it. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and that there is purpose in every season. If you are a fellow business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, let's process this journey and grow together. I remember when rest felt like stress. Literally, it felt so stressful for me to think about slowing down and not doing anything. It felt impossible, it, all the things, <laughs> until I realized, took me a while, that rest was actually productive, that it could be productive. Recently, I went on a quick little getaway with my daughter. I think we were gone for a total of, I don't know, close to 36 hours, and it was so amazing. And it reminded me once again, how productive and beneficial rest can be. 
I pray before every trip that I go on because I'm aware of the power of rest. I always intentionally pray that it would be productive and that it would just be a meaningful time for me to connect with the Lord. So I remember on our way to the beach before we even got there, I prayed with my daughter. I was like, Lord, we are going on this trip, Father, and we just ask you to come and join us, Lord. Open up our eyes to see, open up our ears to hear. Give us a heart to follow your leading. I pray for wisdom, for fresh revelation. I pray for vision that you would just speak to us and we would be aware of what you're doing, Lord. And I pray above all that we would come back changed and we would come back not the same as we're arriving here today. And let me tell you, God answers that prayer every time. Anytime I leave town, go on a vacation, even take an extended time of rest, I ask God, Lord, change me. May I not come back the same. Do what only you can do, but I'm creating room for you. I'm getting out of my norm, out of my rut, out of my rat race of everyday life, if you will. And I want to meet with you. Like, I don't want to be the same. I want to grow. And without fail, every time I receive fresh vision and inspiration, and it's beautiful. It is amazing. There is a difference between ambition. You know, ambition is you working towards those goals, and it really comes out of your effort and your work. But but I don't want ambition. I don't want more motivation. I want vision. I want revelation. That's like me hearing from the Lord. I want divine downloads and inspiration from the Lord for everything that I do. And that is exactly what I pray for and what I seek after when I go take that rest. And so this trip was really amazing. It was so quick and it was so short, but that was my heart. That was my intention going into it, even bringing my daughter into that. You know, I was expecting, but I didn't really know what to expect. It was so quick. And really the focus was on us being together. But I'm telling you, the next morning, we spent the night, the morning, we were taking a walk on the beach and talking. And through our conversation, I just started getting this crazy download of, like I said, a divine download. So much inspiration and revelation and clarity. We want more than anything as moms. We were like, we need clarity. We need strategy. We need kingdom strategy so that we know what to do and how to do it and when to do it. Timing is so important. Like we just need wisdom. And I'm telling you, I had this huge just influx of <laughs> inspiration and wisdom and vision. And we came back to the hotel after our walk on the beach my daughter jumped in the pool and I just started writing and journaling and just all this came out of me. I had so much clarity. It was so beautiful. It was such a gift. I was so thankful. My God, thank you for that clarity. Thank you for helping to just confirm what you're doing, for helping me understand the bigger vision and just for the work that you're doing and that I get to be a part of it and co-labor with you in my life in a variety of different ways. It was just such a great reminder of how important rest is and how important getting out in nature really is, getting out in creation, because being in creation inspires you to create. And for me, like the beach, that's my place. Like getting out and taking a walk on the beach or getting away in that capacity on water where you can see the horizon and you can see the sun, the sunrise, the sunset, that kind of thing, that is so inspiring to me. But getting out in creation inspires you to create because here's the thing, you cannot consume and create at the same time. You've got to give yourself the rest and the space to be inspired. 
we always talk about you can't pour from an empty cup, but it's more than just getting yourself filled up. It's about cleaning the cup, creating some space to see, to listen, to gain clarity and fresh vision, ultimately to make more room for God. If you want to create and you want to have fresh vision, you need to know your creator. We were designed to work and we were designed to rest. And so there is great purpose in slowing down because it allows us to look up and reconnect with our creator so that we can then move forward and create from that place. I know you want to walk in your calling. You want to walk and you want to make an impact. You want to make a difference. You have these dreams. You have this vision in your heart, but you're like, how do I do this? How does this come to pass? Listen, you need the grace and the strength to take the next step, but you've got to know your creator, the one who made you, the one who put that seed and that desire in your heart and in your spirit. The Bible says, be still and know. There is something about being still and knowing him. Getting in creation so that you can know your creator and that you can be ready to create and pour out as the Lord leads. Vacations and trips are valuable, but I understand that they're not always possible. So I just want to start out by saying it's important to define what rest is to you. What does that actually look like? What is your perspective or what do you believe about rest? For example, I know that some of us moms, you'll be like, oh, I took a rest day. I rested this weekend. It's like, well, what did you do? It's like, oh, well, I just stayed home and I did laundry and I cleaned the house and I prepped food for the week and I went through that pile of mail. And it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> that's you staying home just because you weren't running around doesn't mean you were resting. You still did 20 billion things. So I just want to encourage you to ask yourself, check in. First of all, number one, how does rest feel to me? Find the lies behind that. What does it actually look like? Does your version or your definition of rest, is that actually restful or is that just you staying home? Or is that is it laced with guilt and shame or a fear of laziness or whatever? Find the lies or the things that may not be completely true about how you feel or relate to the word rest or slowing down or sleep or what or being still whatever that is number 2 what does rest truly look like to me everybody defines rest differently the thing that may fill your tank or refresh and restore you may not be the thing that does it for me so what does rest look like for you because i think the thing is is it's not just about oh we're we're taking a rest or we're going through the motions like it's all about the posture of our heart. We want to intentionally rest so that the things that we're doing when we set that time aside, it's meaningful. And let me just give you a hint. Rest, it must include stillness and it does not include scrolling social media. That is not restful. Just saying. <laughs> Physical rest is one thing, but I, you know, I think as women, as moms, the mental rest, that's priority. It's really more than anything. We don't, yes, we need to rest. We probably, everybody listening probably needs more sleep. But the reality is, is that it's the mental health that matters the most. Like we need to just pause and close down all of those tabs and all of that 
information that's swirling around, all of those details, and just push pause on all of it and clear our mind and clear our space that we can hear from the Lord and we can really get refreshed and clear out the overwhelm, clear out any anxiousness so that we can refocus and move forward and be the women that we are called to do. So how you view rest, your interpretation of that, what that means to you, what that looks like, that is important. But you know what? More than anything, what is God's perspective? That's a better question. So I'm going to let you dig into your Bible on this because it really doesn't matter what I or what anyone else thinks. If you're not convicted to rest, there's always going to be a better excuse why it can't happen. You need to have a belief that there's actually a higher purpose to rest than you just feeling a little better. There needs to be something deep within you that is convinced and convicted and believes that this is part of God's design. So I'm going to let you, like I said, dig into that a little bit more and talk to the Lord about that. Ask him about it. But let me just submit a couple things. All right. The first thing I want to mention is that rest, it is part of God's design. Working six days and resting on the seventh day, having a day of rest, that was God's idea. Back in Genesis 2, 2 through 3, let me read that verse. It says, on the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. So from the beginning of time, God set the standard. He set the example. He set the expectation. He set the weekly rhythm of rest. It was his idea. And here's the thing is you actually have to work to truly appreciate and experience rest. So make sure that you're being diligent during the week so that you can confidently savor your rest. If you were to go on vacation and you were to stay at the beach for two months, Probably after the first month, that vacation isn't going to feel as much like vacation anymore. It's going to start to feel normal because you're not really working and you can't truly appreciate the rest unless you understand the work side of it. And so we are designed to work and be diligent and steward our time well. So as long as you are being faithful with your weeks, you can confidently take a time of rest. The other thing I want to mention is to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. I'm just pointing you to the word of God in this. I want you to have a biblical perspective because that's who we are. We're women of God. We're faith-led moms, wives, entrepreneurs. And it's important that we always root everything back to the word of God and to truth. So I'm going to read for just a second from Exodus 20, verse 8 through 11. It says, remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and your daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners living among you. For in six days, the Lord made the heavens and earth, the sea and everything in them. But on the seventh day, he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. It's interesting. I, I think that as people, we forget the Sabbath. We forget to honor it. We forget to mark it as holy. And the purpose of it is because it's for the Lord. 
It's a day of rest dedicated to the Lord. We look at the Ten Commandments. We follow the Ten Commandments. We believe in the Ten Commandments, but the Fourth Commandment is remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And we don't want to forget that this is part of God's design. I remember years ago, back in the day when vacations, that wasn't even a possibility. That was not on the radar. I had a ton of little kids and we had no money. We were broke as can be. And so, yeah, rest. I, I was just working all the time, always busy. I don't even want to say working. I was just busy all the time, right? Anybody relate to always feeling like you're busy? There's always things to do. The work never ends unless you intentionally end it. This is the point, okay? So years and years ago, I remember I had two kids and we were realized that, wow, we need to be taking a day of rest. This is actually biblical. This is in the Bible. This is one of the 10 commandments. Like we need to be taking a Sabbath day of rest. And so we really got serious about taking a day and setting it aside. And let me tell you, ooh, this was hard. I was super annoyed about it. I was super angry about it. It bothered me to feel like I couldn't do anything. Like it really frustrated me because I just was not used to it. It felt burdensome. But then over time, I learned to embrace it and appreciate it. And it got from my head, like I understood, God, this is part of your design. This is a good thing. It took a while for it to get from my head to my heart and for me to understand the significance of it. And I want to submit to you that the significance of the Sabbath is to get our eyes back on Jesus. We go and we work all week long and we're busy and we're distracted. And the purpose of the Sabbath is for the Lord to stop and just to look up, to be still and to refocus and realign our hearts and our minds for the week. It's interesting when you look at the feast of the Bible and all of the appointed times that God laid out in scripture, if you really were to follow that and honor all the festivals and all the Sabbaths and all those things, there is a lot of rest integrated into the Bible and into God's idea and his design. It's really fascinating. God really values rest. And he knows that we need it because as people, we forget. We get busy, we get distracted, and we forget about him. We go astray. And so for us to continually pause and to recenter, to continually stop and be still and know him, and to continually slow down so that we can get our eyes fixed on him so that we can then speed up and take the next week on and be all that we're called to be, we need that time of rest. The thing about the Sabbath or a day of rest is it was created for man. Jesus said himself in Mark 2, 27, he says the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So I just want to remind you that rest was God's idea. It was his design. The Sabbath was created for you because God created you and he knows what you need. And he loves you enough to ask you to honor him by honoring yourself and taking a Sabbath. It doesn't need to feel burdensome. It should feel like a blessing. And remember, this is where the posture of our heart really comes in. It doesn't matter what that rest looks like. It's really posturing our heart and our mind to slow down and to stop and to look at him. Going on vacation, getting out in nature is really amazing and really powerful and really helpful. But either way, during the week, during our weekly rhythm, we can still 
stop and pause and take a day, that's right, a day, <laughs> and really intentionally rest to allow our mind to be still so that we can dedicate our life and our next week to the Lord. So how can you experience the benefit of rest without vacation? I just talked about how it's valuable, how important rest is. I was reminded just recently, wow, taking a vacation, getting away, getting outside, it is so productive. I came back with so much energy and vision and clarity and strategy. Like it was so productive. And this has happened over and over again. Every time I take vacation, I always wrestle at the beginning because I feel the sense of guilt. Like, oh, I can't afford to get away. There's too much work to do. I'm letting the ball drop in these areas. But every time I come back, I'm like, I'm changed. I'm not the same person. It is so purposeful. But the reality is, is that we can't always take vacation, right? Like we understand we have limitations. There's a limited amount of time and money and resources, and there's different seasons of life in our families, but we can still experience the benefit of rest without going away on vacation when we take a weekly Sabbath as a way to honor the Lord, honor your family, and honor rest. This is the time, just saying, to delete that social media, delete the apps, and get away from that. Before I ever took a vacation, we started getting serious about honoring the Sabbath and having a heart to honor the Lord in that. Not about being religious about it, but our heart to, hey God, if this is important to you, let this be important to me so that I can slow down to see you, to hear you, and really dedicate a day for you. And it just was really meaningful. And I'm telling you over the years, it's changed our family. It's made a huge difference. And we do not do this perfectly. Let me just be straight up. This is something that we're aware of and we work to intentionally rest and honor the Sabbath the best that we can, but it doesn't always work out. And we're far from perfect in it. So please know, like I'm telling you this so humbly, but regardless of taking a Sabbath day, what about? creating some little Sabbath spaces in your every day so that you can stay spiritually healthy. This is so important. And I'm telling you, I do this every day because remember, if you don't plan for it, it's not going to happen. You will never just be like, oh, I've got the time to rest. Let me just do that. It doesn't happen that way. You have to actually work for it. I'm looking, literally looking at my weekly, daily rhythm and workflow right now. And I have a period marked off from 1230 to 130. It's kind of a transition from like the homeschool to work, business work kind of thing. And during that time, literally the first thing on that routine is rest. Now, it doesn't happen at the same time every day. It doesn't always happen every day, but most days at some point I intentionally pause and rest and I take a reset. It's not even about laying down and sleeping or taking a nap. It's not even about that. It's about mentally and spiritually connecting and reconnecting and resetting myself. I need to stop and pause and close down the tabs, get my eyes on the Lord to take some deep breaths and to refresh myself, to cleanse my cup so that the Lord can fill me up and I can keep going the rest of the day and be who I'm supposed to be for my family and for the work that I have set out ahead of me. Rest. You have to choose to do that. It's really a choice. And so I want to encourage you to daily 
create a rhythm of rest in your day. Little Sabbath spaces, I call them Holy Spirit pit stops where you reconnect with the Lord and rest. I wanna encourage you to make it part of your weekly routine to set a, a day aside to rest as much as you can. Leftovers, order the pizza, eat on paper plates, literally shut it down and let yourself rest. Give yourself permission. Let me be that voice that's gonna give you permission to rest a little deeper this summer. And I'm just gonna say, because it is summer season, say yes to more outside experiences and that vacation this summer. If you have an opportunity, if you have the desire, if there's the need, go on that vacation, do the thing. It is worth it. It's not a waste of time. It's not a waste of money. It's not even just about having fun and enjoying yourself and making memories, but I'm telling you, it's productive. It is productive. If you go into it intentionally with the mindset and the heart set that I explained how I've learned to do, you will come back different and refreshed to show up in every area of your life in a better way. So schedule it, be intentional or it won't happen and see the times of being still as part of a healthy daily and weekly rhythm. See it as holy. See it as a time to recenter and fix your eyes on Jesus. And like I said, see it as productive. See it as transformative. See it as essential to your growth and your movement forward because it truly is. I know it's hard to find the time to slow down, but it's productive and you can't afford not to unplug this summer. And I know more than anything, mama, you want to walk in your calling. You want to make an impact in this world. I heard a definition recently about calling and it was defining calling as says your calling was how you are called to live out God's presence in the world. I thought it was a really cool definition. The thing is, is you need to slow down and connect with him. You need to experience God's presence so that you can walk in your calling and live out God's presence in the world and in your life. Because your identity and purpose, it's always about who you are, not what you do. And remember, just a few weeks back, I talked about the floating, when you feel overwhelmed or anxious, just stopping and floating, putting your arms out in surrender and looking at the Lord and getting recentered. You need these moments to float throughout the day, throughout the week, and throughout the months and the seasons of the year. You need to slow down and float so that you can swim the next stretch, so that you can be productive and make progress for the next time. We need to stay faithful. And that requires faith and it takes faith and it takes courage to rest. Let me tell you, it actually takes some courage to slow down and rest. But we are women of faith and we want our faith to fuel our success. We want our faith to fuel the things that we do. What we want, what we need, what you desire, whether you realize it or not, is you desire surrender-driven success because that is truly how we bring glory to God in all that we do. And for me, I want every bit of success that I have in my life, in every area, I want it to be coming from a heart of surrender. And that's what I'm after. And I understand that in order to have that surrender-driven success, it requires rest. So let me pray for you today. Father God, thank you for the woman the amazing, amazing wife, mama, entrepreneur. You know her. 
You know who's listening, Father, and I just bless her today, Lord. I pray that you would just open up her mind and her heart to see the value of rest, Lord, that she would just know that you love her enough and you know her enough to give her rest. Your desire is for her to rest in you, to work from a place of rest and to find you and to know you in the stillness, Father. May she view rest and moments of relaxation and restoration, that vacation that she's on. May she take a weekly Sabbath rest, whatever that looks like and whatever she chooses to do, Lord, I pray that she'd be intentional about it and she would do it unto you, Lord. It's not just for her to feel better and to just fill her needs, Lord, but it's really for you, Lord. Our lives are for you and you know what we need. So we just take our lives, we take the work, but we take the rest and we give it to you, Lord. We pray that you would be honored and you would be glorified in the times of slowing down, Lord. That we would be able to run this race with our eyes fixed on you at your pace. And your pace looks like work and it looks like rest and it looks like work and it looks like rest, Lord. So help us follow your rhythm. Help us to surrender to your rhythm, Lord. Give us surrender-driven success. And may we find that in intentional rest, Lord. Give us the courage to walk in obedience, Lord. Open our eyes to see and our ears to hear, Lord. And give us an awareness of the opportunities to rest and to just to reconnect with you in our everyday life, Father. We love you. We honor you. We give you glory, Lord. I pray that the words of this conversation would pierce the hearts of the moms listening, Lord, that you would just speak to them whatever it is that they need to hear, Lord. Um, I pray that anything that is not of you would just fall away and would fall on deaf ears and would mean nothing, Lord, but that everything that is spoken would bring you glory because this is for you, Lord. So we give our day and we give our week and we give our summer to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, you like Mama so please leave a review. Hey mama, real quick before you run off and do all the things. If you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to leave a written review. This helps me on my mission to encourage and empower others who are pursuing their greatest potential from home. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast to rate and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra today, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social. I value your time so much and appreciate you connecting with me. Find me at nourishingmichelle.com forward slash connect. 